Oh, thanks. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the 3 o'clock parade test track. My name is Bill McKim. I'm up here in the control center, and in just a couple of minutes, you're going to be out there on that track with adventurers out there travel. But first, let's uh, put together your test schedule. These are some of the same kinds of tests that are run at uh, GM test facilities all over the world. First, you'll run out on the brick driveway of Adventurers Out There Travel. Then, Becca, B-E-K-K-A, at AdventurersOutThereTravel.com, will tell you which direction to continue. Then, you will enjoy discounts, concierge-level service, and the best group of test dummies, <laughs> I mean, uh, travel professionals, that have ever been out on that track. Now, let's send you out on the track. Kungaloosh, Viva Guy, and ooh, baby, give me one more chance. No. Won't you please let me back in your heart? Do, 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 Cut. What? Welcome to the three o'clock parade. This is Drunken Disney. That music expert you just heard was Rhiannon. And out on the left coast, the best coast, home no. of oh, sure. home of the collector's lair from Mission Breakout. It's Skipper Dick Ritchie. It's me. I'm that's right. Cool. Yeah. Now I thought, see that song. The reason I chose that song, Skip, Skipper Dick Ritchie. For you out on the West Coast, that is one of the new songs that will be included in Mission Breakout. That is starting. They're like doing tests and uh, media previews as we speak. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of hoping that tomorrow I get to sneak preview it myself. Are they letting? Um, are they soft opening for guests? No, just, I'm not going to be uh, getting. Uh, I'm not going to be able to enter anything soft <laughs> tomorrow, probably, which is. A whole other story, but I will story of your life. Story of my life. Um, but with the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movie coming out, they're actually having a I don't know, like Disney blog or one of those things is, did a you know, hey, if you sign in by this time, you can go and see Guardians of the Galaxy early. So I'm gonna go do that tomorrow and watch the movie, and I, I'm hoping I've got a little bit of a suspicion. That they're going to walk us out and over and let us ride it afterwards. Yeah. For So the movie for Frizzle? Yep. Well, whatever nice. that means. For free. Yeah, right? right. For free. Yeah. yeah for free. Yes. Oh, free thank movie. you for decoding that. Yeah. yeah. I had to. I was like, what is that? What is Frizzle? No, my hair's not frizzy. It's like no, humidity. for Frizzle. You know, it's, 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 it's what the kids are saying. I don't think there's any is kids it? saying that. No. That's pretty exciting. And when is that, Skipper Gucci? That's uh, this week. Tomorrow. Oh Tomorrow wow! I'm gonna I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna head up to Disneyland. Uh, probably open up Trader Sam's, have a few drinks, go ride the Haunted Mansion, and then make my way back to downtown Disney. Because uh, the movie starts, I think, at five. You've been burning up those rails because you were there last week. Boop boop. You gotta gotta go to Disneyland as much as possible. I, I have, like how you little... say the word drinks. What do you mean drinks? Drinks are great. No, I like I I'm being genuine. I like oh. how you say the word drinks. Yes. 
Me too. You, gotta have you make it sound fun. Oh, it's going to be fun. I'm gonna re- I can't wait. Like drinks. Drinks. drinks like, it's like cute. It's like cute. Yeah, drinks. No, I just need more people to feel like that. Yeah. Oh, oh look Sorry. at this kid. He says drinks cute. Maybe I'll let him into my soft opening. <laughs> all right. I take it all back. Damn no. it. No, keep this it. This is what keep happens it. when I try and be nice. I'm just talking keep about it. Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know what you're talking uh-huh. about. <laughs> Skip it, Gritchie. Anything of note from your trip uh, last week to the Disneyland Resort? Um, again, just super lucky. I was headed up there after work, and I was halfway there, and I got a message from one of the bartenders at Trader Sam's saying, "Hey, we released a new mug today, and didn't even bother telling anybody." And it was really an update to the the zombie mug. But it's really, really cool. It's the same zombie mug that's at both Trader Sam's, whether you're at the Grog Grotto or the Enchanted Tiki Bar. But the new color scheme is really like a dark, like gunmetal gray um, with orange highlights. It looks really cool. I'm, I'm actually opening it right now, so that's what you heard in the background. Oh. Um, uh. Yeah, so it's, it, man, it's just awesome. It looks more scary like, I almost wish they had held it off to, to Halloween, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. And but you wonder, maybe they're holding off something even more awesome. From a Halloween? Maybe they'll do it this yeah. year, since they didn't do it last year, bastards. Um, I will say this also, though. It, it is specific. It says Enchanted... Oh, hold on. Yeah, it says Enchanted Tiki Bar on the bottom. Third edition. Not so, just Trader Sam. Yeah, it's not like a generic, just Trader Sam, so... Wow. Who knows? Maybe maybe there'll be a new one out there soon. Because um, part of the conversation... Would hope. Well, part of the conversation in the chat that I was having um, with, with some of the bartenders was that they were told that there was going to be new mugs at the Grog Grotto um, in early spring, and those haven't come out at all. So there might actually be a set of mugs coming out of Grotto that we don't even know about yet. It's wow. pretty exciting. No, it is. Definitely. Yeah. Something to just to bring so I mean, there was obviously a lot of hype when the uh, Trader Sam's Florida opened. Hasn't been much since. So it'd be cool to have something, you know, hypish to go check it out. I mean, it would just bring well, some fun here to Florida. We had the hitchhiking ghosts to e-mug. Yeah, you guys we did. And then you also Which, had the. But that uh, was a. It felt like we were still second to well, California. Like theirs came up first, though. Middle child. It, it, go away. Shut, shut, shut it. Shut it. Middle child. Shut it. Speaking of, did you see the uh, my top 10 list for, for Bergen? I'm pretty A. Sure. Shut it. <laughs> B. You're probably right on a lot of them. <laughs> and C. Shut it. Shut it. It. What he's talking about is there was a uh, Saturday Six poll by the evil Derek Bergen Bergen. that was what rides are better at Disneyland than Disney World. And Skipper to Gritchie, like the complete, I'm not even going to use the, I'm I'm not not name calling tonight, but he did. Throw it out. Meanie head. (laughs) Are your kids there? He did put top ten, and he spelled out everything. It just happens it was, that 
everything has 10 letters, so it worked out great. It was, uh, yeah, it was not good. So, not good. So, uh, we don't appreciate it. We don't appreciate it, Skipper. I don't I, know. I, I, I saw the list, and I mean, I think everyone pretty much said pirates as the number one, which oh, yeah. I would agree with, obviously, just because there's so much more. However, the rest of it, meh. Oh, I'm good. Sure. Everything. No. No. E- I'm good. Like, I'm good with Disney World. Like, Oh, I love Disney World. You see, yeah. this is where it comes into that whole, it's not about whether you love one or, like, you don't have to hate Disney World to love Disney no, World. No, I'm not saying, and, and I'm not and, saying that you do. Right. I'm just saying that in the argument of which one better. is better and having to choose a side, I mean, other than Pirates, I really, they're like either equal to me or I like Disney World better. That's okay. So Nice. So then you, you are see. choosing a side. Yeah, I am. I'm choosing right, Disney Because you side. said it's not that you have to choose Absolutely. a side. Absolutely. You. No, you were saying like it's about hating something or like detracting. Right. And no, because you, you said that you love Walt Disney World. I said I love Walt Disney World. Okay. So well, it's, I'm not, saying... it's not about a not love thing. Right. You're saying though that the actual individual attractions. Right. Disney World's amazing, obviously. I love it. The the uh was it just a different response to the which is yeah. which individual rides are better. She's saying not all of them, like you Plus, said. And it was just a funny joke because Yes. That was the most important part. Yeah. More okay. I need now to go take a bucket of ice and stick it over your head because you deserve it. Yeah. Right. I would like to know first Right now, wish a nice happy birthday four days late to Disney's Animal Kingdom. That's, that's all. April 22nd. It was this Saturday. I did. I was not able to celebrate at Disney's Animal Kingdom because that was the day of the D-Run K for the uh, Rum Runners on Saturday. The Matt the Radar Tech mm. 1K. Which was and went over awesome. Money. It did go well, which the biggest news, Skipper DeGritchie posted it on our brand new YouTube page. Brand new. Yup. Uh, Christina had... bloggers, y'all? Yeah, bo- something. Blogger. I asked her if she... I, I asked Rhiannon if she wanted to make a video with me, but she said no. Wait till you guys get back together in person, and Ooh. you guys can do one of the, You hold the camera out, and you, like, walk through the park. Oh, God. No. Perfect. Great. Either way, let's but, go back to Christina. The mom. Yeah, yeah more, Christina. She's a Christina, had, you may or may not know both parts of the story of her epic weekend. Well, three. There's many parts. One of them, she she did complete a half marathon, which is, you know, pretty awesome. freaking sweet. Yeah. But more importantly, she completed the monorail challenge. Yeah, it was. So I have it was questions really cool. about this. The first, I'd like to hear your question because the first thing when she took off off that monorail. Oh my god, she, so impressive! Do you know? I want to hear your first thought. What was your first thought when you saw it? Okay, let me preface first of all that I did watch the video. However, I watched it with the sound off, so if there were like commentary, anything going on, I did not hear it. So I had only the visuals. So my first thought with the visuals is, holy fucking shit, that girl can run. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. It was like, bad yeah. hell. Like, I, I was blown away. Um, Super so fast. Very but impressed. The first thought was, she went the wrong way. Oh, she, and I she, didn't, I didn't Yeah, she should have turned. Video. She went the wrong way. She no, turned. No. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's not going to make it. She went the wrong way. 
So she turned right, which is the way to loop around to go to the Epcot monorail. Okay. She should have taken an immediate left straight to the Polynesian. I don't think so, I can really even see that from the video. I don't know. Well, Maybe I'd anyway. be there in person. Oh, okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah. So the monorail, <laughs> Colin starts to fake like a heart attack or something and like, <laughs> try to slow up the monorail. Well, and, that was my question. Yeah. Okay, continue. But, yep. Didn't work. Didn't work. Well, so, yeah, and so that was, and, and I'm glad that we're kind of talking about that because the majority of the people that have sent me messages about that video tried to make it sound like she didn't really do it because the monorail was held up. And I was like, no, if you notice in the background, like people are boarding the monorail and stuff like that still. Nothing to do with it. Nothing yeah, to do with and it. And that had nothing to do with it. No, it was, it was a joke. He was just like, it didn't work. And he, he was joking like, hey, it didn't work. Trust me. Um, the monorail went off the normal amount of time that it would have. It's just she's really, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she – one, she went the wrong way. There was people walking – she was going against the stream, so she was walking through people, which there's really – Walking that's through – I think she was running, sprinting through people. Um, which is yeah. really funny because they're actually uh, – you can hear her go like, excuse me, and then thud, and excuse me, and thud, yeah, yeah, and yeah. excuse me, and thud. And then there's one part – where she like hurdles a fence because <laughs> to like get back on track, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's nothing this girl can do. She's amazing." Yeah, yeah, really it was very. I wish, in hindsight, that we had people stationed at various sort of key places along the course, videotaping to like see. Okay, how did she like manage to get through the poly lobby and like up those stairs and like. I would have loved to see that. And so I think, you know, if you ever do it again, you should do that and then compile everyone's footage together into one video. Well, I was hoping well, somebody would actually be like a chaser. So mm-hmm. instead but of that, having... But it still would have been blurry. Like, no, no, no. Well, that's the thing. So, like, it, it was really hard because she was holding the camera in her hand. Right. No. And but I if you're one that. of those people that has, like, a camera mounted to you, it's like bouncy, GoPro. but it's not as... Yeah, but it's not as bad. Yeah. No, I, I, I still like my idea better. I think if you had, like, maybe six or seven people stationed at various places, yeah. equally spread out, and then, you know, just piece together their videos into one montage, I think that could be cool. I, uh... But as... So... <laughs> so she tears off like a bat out of hell. The monorail shuts yeah. it. To go against anybody who commented on the video saying it, held, it was not held up by any means, not one bit. It took off at a normal, its normal pace. And we're watching out the windows. Like, we, we, mm-hmm. we were like she was wearing super bright green t-shirts. We're yeah, like, right. we should be able to see her. We couldn't see her. So we were sure because, A, she took she went the wrong way. And, B, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very difficult challenge. We're, like, we're screwed. She didn't make it. No way. We didn't see her. There's no way she's making it. And we pull up. And we're watching, and all of a sudden, someone's, it's like, there she is! And the whole monorail erupts into like, yeah! Now, were you guys, like, 100% of your car? Or did you have strangers in the car with you who, like, caught on to what was going on and, like, kind of got into it? It's definitely 70-30. Uh, okay. For the, and, uh, no, they definitely saw what was going on, and they were That's cool. they were super into it cool or like you know they started asking what's going on history one of the cool cool parts also was one of the kids actually did see her entering the poly and they said i can see her green jacket 
And then somebody else, like, dismisses it. Like, an adult male <laughs> is just like, no, 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 you didn't see her. She's not here yet. And then I'm pretty sure you hear Jenna go, she may not make it because she didn't know where she was going. And I think it all kind of, like, if you listen, it all kind of builds up that suspense. And the next, <laughs> and if you're watching the split screen, you can actually see while they're all saying no, she's, like, running and she's like, where are the steps? How do I get in? And she runs up the steps and she's making that turn just as Jenna's saying, like, I don't think she's going to make it. And then yeah. she busts through the door, and everybody's like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, yeah it's really because great. It was great because you're right. She started with as we're as we're getting ready to do this. She's explaining, "I've never actually been that path between the TTC and the Polynesian." And we're like, "That's going to be a disadvantage." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, wow, I, I'm. Wow, because I, you know me, I'm like type A planner. I would have been there like two weeks in advance, plotting the course, doing test runs, you know. Like, well, and that's like, funny. Hey, I got this. I'm the complete opposite. Like, I don't have that. I don't have that confidence level. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm the opposite. I don't plan anything. But that is one of the things that I was all like, how did she not at least go once before to like right. walk the path? Um, she's but, great. You know, she's great. She's just amazing. She doesn't need to. She's got that going on. You know what it is? She's got that Terminator vision. So, like, mm-hmm. we see it as normal people, but she's got that, like, digital grid, like, mapped out in front of her. And... Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. She's, totally. She's got that blue arrow kind of point. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wow. It's, it's so impressive. good. Very impressive. Yeah. So, um, if you go to YouTube uh, and just search for 3 O'Clock Parade, it should bring up the webpage. And it's the only video on there right now. So, anybody that wants to watch it, YouTube. We're a one-hit wonder. One hit wonder. At least yeah. until we get Rhiannon's music video. Yeah, keep holding your breath for that. <laughs> um, but that was a uh, the the day the Matt the Radar Tech One K. Really great turnout from people from the parade. A lot of people that we see in Ass Sour Boner every weekend were there. Every week were there. Um, Sarah Grafham, Outer Rim Jim, um, Jimopedia, um, Darth Nikon. Um, many people, Christina, um, you know, Gen Z, lots of people were, were, were Dole there. Dole Whips was there. Dole Whips was there. Um, yeah, uh, there was a lot. There I was assume. a lot of people from the Rum Runners. There was a lot of, I, I looked at the pictures and I was really bummed out. I, I honestly tried as hard as I could to like surprise you guys and show up. But literally as I was requesting work, they were like, oh, we need you to show up to these three meetings and run two of them. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't do that for Florida. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Christina, I talked to Christina, and there's one thing that she specifically told me she loves. And that's Skipper Dick Ritchie. Aww. You're a thing Skipper now. Dick. Yay. Um, you know, there from the Disney oh camp. God. Port, sure. Yeah, I saw the videos were great. She looked like she was having a great time. I have a report from Shar. Are you guys ready for a live report? Oh. Hey, Junkie, can you get a hold of Shar for us? There you go. I have no idea what that was. That was really informative. It was ear piercing, though. She just yelled, Canada. Nice. There you go. Um, what I did like is one of the videos. Somebody said, "Say hi to Philippe," 
And she goes, hi, Philippe. And she just gives him the bird in the video. It's so funny. Aw, poor Philippe. <laughs> it's probably my favorite thing that came out of out of Charvis out there was that video. It's so good. It's a good, uh, really good well, time. Throw that in the YouTube channel. I'll have, yeah. to, I'll have to find it and rip it off of wherever it's at. <laughs> so really good, um, really good time. I'm glad everybody made it out, and uh, really glad Christina made it. Um, worked out great. So super, super fun time, and a lot of people, um, Outer Rim Jim and uh, Sarah Grafham, that whole crew, just were really kind about, you know, bringing up the fact that they enjoy the parade and and all the all the ridiculousness that we provide, and it really was a, it was cool. Wait, Very. Cool. They don't they don't take us seriously. Yeah, I don't <laughs> believe it or not. Weird. I don't take us yeah. seriously, so well, I think we're good. Okay. Um, speaking of taking things seriously, no oh boy. Skip it, Did you see that Disney Studios has revamped their entire lineup for the next like two years of films? Oh yeah, they made some big announcements too. What um, do you do? Do do you have any thoughts originally, or would you like me just to? tell you what i know and then talk about that you do your thing all right thing is star wars episode 9 may 24th 2019 do you know why that's a big deal why is that a big deal it's Uh, not christmas this time well traditionally star wars was always released around memorial day that's even when the first one came out and it wasn't until um you know the last two came out that, that it was a a christmas actually the last one and then this one that's coming up is it was changed to a Christmas release. So we're going back to that summer blockbuster um, wow. lineup. Kind of a uh, big deal for sure. Like that's a risk probably. Uh, I mean, the, the thing that was really nice with Christmas is that it came out before the Christmas holiday. But that meant that it had like an extra long weekend to, uh, to really collect all that money. So that opening weekend was actually a few days longer than most of them are. So if they're doing the same thing, I haven't even looked to see what the 29th is that year. If they're doing the same thing with Memorial Day, they'll, you know, they'll probably release it on Wednesday and then have that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, so, yeah. So I don't, no, bitch. Yeah, I don't see be. that as a risk. I mean, it's fucking Star Wars. It, they could make it a 30-minute movie and the rest of it just be like credits rolling for can i go see that movie right now they would, is it available right i mean what's the preview like shatter records so do you have a teaser mm, so teaser okay so you said it's may 29th of 2020 2019 all right i just got through 18 february march april may 27th <sighs> is memorial day so yeah that's you know, but they, what, who knows? Maybe they'll release it on Memorial Day. Yeah. As, you know, and then the 29th is the official day. But that gives them the whole weekend. You know, that gives them yeah. almost a full week to say that that's opening weekend if they do it that way. Um, the biggest one, I think, from one that we've talked about, Ralph Breaks the Internet moved back um, basically half a year from March to November of 18. So we've got a almost two years now to wait for that. Can we talk for a second about both that and Frozen 2, which I know you're probably going to get to. When is the last time that Disney, not Pixar, but Disney 
did a sequel to an animated movie in the theaters and it was actually successful. Because I feel like the majority of them were straight to DVD. Like, right. it's like a new trend for them. They're trying out because, hey, if you do multiple cars, multiple Toy Stories, they right. earn money, so we're going to do yeah. this. Has there been a sequel in the theaters to a Disney animated movie? That's the question, I believe, yeah, right? I yeah, know. Rescuers Down Under. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll give you that one. That but that like, was a long time ago. Yeah, I was. And they haven't done like one since, so that's sort of. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, the Pixar movies have definitely had ones, but Disney animated? Right. Uh, that like, was probably the last actual, like, theatrical hmm. release of a... Interesting. I find it odd still that Disney and Pixar still differentiate from each other a little bit. Like, I find it a little odd that they, you know, so maybe... So this is maybe more of them merging and becoming kind of the same than anything else? No, they're different. I, I mean, they're different animation houses and production. Yeah. So, you know, everything, it's almost, think about it like ESPN. Like, it's all part of the umbre- the Disney umbrella. But you don't go like, hey, I'm going to go to Disney ESPN. You're just like, oh, I'm going to go watch ESPN. And it's the same thing with Pixar. They're their own production studio under the Disney umbrella. Is it just yeah. me? Or when I hear about these sequels coming out to Disney animated movies... I think of it as either laziness or a quick cash grab because they know they're going to capitalize on the popularity of Frozen versus when I hear about Toy Story 2 or 3 or 4, I don't think that way. I'm like, oh, yeah, Toy Story was cool. Let's get more of that. Why is that? But I agree. A lot of people feel that way. Why is that? I don't don't know. Um, Because they got burnt by so many of those stupid you know, direct-to-video sequels that were terrible. That's Plus, probably it. I think, I think, I think a lot right. of people, especially, like, like, hardcore Disney people... Ariel goes to the mall. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of the hardcore Disney people always refer back to Walt, who was just like, I'm not really into doing sequels. Like, I don't want to waste my time with a sequel. I want to tell my story. And, that's, and it's over. Like, that was a great story, and it's over, and I've got a lot of other stories to tell. But it feels like... When you start doing sequels, it's like, okay, I don't really have other great stories to tell, or I don't have as many, so I'm kind of going back to the well, to the, and and that's where I think it feels like, like I don't know, I'm not I'm not crazy about the sequels. I am, you know, every time they they announce a new Toy Story one, I'm like, oh man, is this the one where Pixar ruins Toy Story? You yeah. know, and uh, yeah. and and it's the same way. Like I loved Wreck It Ralph. And I thought it ended great, and like, you know, and if they have somebody that can write a new Wreck-It Ralph that makes me love it as much as the first one, that's great. Um, I didn't. I feel like Frozen again didn't need a sequel. I mm-hmm. really feel like that one. They're they're riding the coattails. And yeah, definitely. I'm super worried, and I don't know if I'm worried as much as just like, I just think that like by the time it comes out, people are going to be so tired of Frozen that. You know, you'll get your, like, hardcore audience that really love it, that want to go back and sing yeah. it go again. But then after that weekend, you know, it's going to be one of those, like, oh. Yeah. Well, they even made that short, the Frozen Ever. It wasn't yeah, Frozen, Frozen Ever, Ever After. after or whatever it was. But um, they made a short, and that really wasn't – I don't think that had a huge warm reaction to that. Um, people like weren't too pumped to about that short. When you talk short. about – the super hardcore fan base of Frozen, 
are you talking about seven-year-olds? Because no. I don't think there are a ton of adults out there. It's kids. And, and I mean, I don't have kids, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they're kids. Like, you're the adult, and if there's a new animated Disney movie out, you take them to that movie, and maybe they'll love that one more than Frozen. Like, forget about Frozen. Like, I don't think kids I think are that big into Frozen, no. Yeah, like, no, I, have, I, think, I think you said it. Like, I think parents take... I think parents take their kids to these movies for sure. And that's become like almost any movie that's released that's animated probably has a a relatively decent opening weekend. And that's why you keep seeing movies like Boss Baby and Sing and all these other like, you know, they come out, they have a decent weekend, the studio probably makes their money and then they go and make some other movie to get kids. But I think with a movie like Frozen, they've got a group of people that just love Frozen. And... You know, so yeah, I think you'll have that initial parents taking their kids because it's a new Disney movie. And then you'll have the, you know, group of people that love Frozen going back to see it. But then I after guess that, I'm just asking who is that group? If I don't know if that children. exists. Really. I like, think it does. I think there's still some people. Like, if you, I mean, if you go back and even look at the pictures from Disney Bounding, I mean, from, uh, Burf, not Disney Bounding, uh, Gosh, it was just this weekend. Dapper Day? Dapper Day. A lot of people were Disney bounding at Dapper Day, which, by the way, isn't Dapper, but that's a whole other story. And and there were there were more than a few that were either Disney bounding as Elsa or whatever the other girl's name is. So there's Anna. Anna. Yeah, Anna. So I, I do think that there's people that still legitimately have attached themselves to Frozen, but I don't think it has that giant following that it did before where... You know, it was like on the news, and it was like every other song was like it was that on the radio, and I think we're past all well, that. That's now. With, yeah, it was the new movie, right? But I think it's good. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna have that same. No like, way. It's not gonna be a phenomenon like it was with the first one. It's gonna be like. You I know, think we've let it go. Yeah, totally. Thank oh, Rhiannon with the uh, with the uh... very nice. Very nice uh, exit on that one. Um, the other big news on that one, though, is Gigantic, which is kind of supposedly the next big one, um, pushed back um, a year. No, two years. To 2020. Gigantic. And a lot of people put, looked at this movie, Gigantic, as possibly the ride in a Spain pavilion. That was pretty big. Hello? Hello? Yes. Yeah. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. No, All I right. think so. So, uh, gigantic pushback two years. That's, I mean, it was, uh, something happened there. I don't know what, but something happened. Um, I just think that, you know, with, uh, with the releases of, like, a Star Wars movie basically every year right now and a Pixar movie almost every year, and then, you know, they're going to have, like, I think the thing with animated movies is that you have to give them time to really animate it. You know, so it's not like you can, uh, you can't just go back and, like, reshoot stuff. You have to reanimate all that stuff, no. even in the computer. So I think what they're doing is hoping to, you know, make a quality movie. They're giving them the time to do those animated oh, movies, boy. which is kind of giving us a little bit more time. And then they're filling all the other spots with 
new Star Wars and the new yeah. Indiana Jones movie, which you haven't even brought up yet, and it's killing me, so I just brought it up right now. Bring it up! New Indiana Jones movie! Yeah, when that's like stacked all of it, right? Yeah, but you know what? I feel that, and I'm not saying that Temple of Doom sucks. I think it was, I, I love it. What? But Temple between... of Doom didn't suck. I'm talking about Crystal Skulls. You have to let me finish my thought. Uh, yeah! I think that Raiders of the Lost Ark was possibly the best Indiana Jones movie. And then Last Crusade was possibly the best. Like, one of those two were great. And I'm just saying Temple of Doom was kind of like, if you can, if you want to consider it a low point between those three. So I'm kind of like thinking that maybe this is the other one. And with Crystal Skull, it just dipped down besides low. Like, it's not, you know, anywhere near as good as the other three. But maybe now that it's going to be in Disney's hands and not just a LucasArts thing, it'll come back up. So I have faith that this next one is really going to get the uh, the time and treatment that it needs. And they've already announced okay. that Spielberg's directing, Harrison Ford is coming yeah. back, and John Williams is uh, going to make the music. So, yeah. They did say that was probably the reason um, of moving it back was that uh, Spielberg is, like, super busy. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. So possibly that's why. But uh, that was uh, pr- pretty cool. Um, and then uh, – but Parks fans excited the fact that plenty of time then to possibly revamp Hollywood Studios and uh, convert the uh, Indiana Jones into something else like a ride. Mm. Should be cool for us, us park fans. So, all right, yeah, Skipper cool. and Richie, um, I'm going to give you the f- one, two, three, four, five, six songs that are going to represent, these are the six songs that are featured in Mission Breakout. I want to hear which one you want to hear the most, which segment you would like to hear. Um, I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar. Give Up the Funk by Parliament. Born to be Wild, Steppenwolf. Burn in Love by Elvis Presley. And Free Ride by Edgar Winters Group. So when you're stepping into the tower for the first time, which of those songs do you want to be the segment you get? Uh, give up the funk. Mm. Uh, Parliament Funkadelic. Nice. nice. I don't know. I mean, is that is that what they're saying? Is that these songs are going to be like? Are they part of the ride, or are they going to actually be the, the? What I'm hearing, and that's what I'm where I'm getting this is that. Basically, you know how there's multiple versions of Twilight Zone Tower of Terror? Yeah. There's multiple versions of Mission Breakout. So these songs are the six songs that go with the versions of Mission Breakout. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Did you ever see Guardians of the Galaxy? Did you watch it yet? Did you make your – did you do that? I have not finished part of my bet yet. It's happening. No, no, no. I'm just asking because – one of the big things about that movie is the soundtrack, yes, and uh, and he's got his awesome mix, which has all these like really great classic songs. Um, so it looks like they're trying to one. They've already released the awesome mix too. You can get the uh, the soundtrack before the movie's even out if you want. But it looks like and it's this kind of music, so it looks like they're yeah. trying to kind of have that same idea, um, you know, where he's where it's that same. Music, so I think it's cool. I'm, I'm really excited, man. I really hope we get to ride it tomorrow. If not, I'm going to be sad. Man, I can't wait. So uh, live, follow Skipper and Critchie live tomorrow. Yeah, for, I'll, be, uh, up- I'll be tweeting, but I have to. Uh, when we 
when we give them our um, we have to actually give up our phone <laughs> and during and credentials and stuff like that when they when they let us in. So I won't have my phone, but I'm hoping that my Apple Watch will be close enough to connect to the phone. So I might be able to still. I like that trick. Yeah, it'll right? be semi live, live. Yeah, I well because. I, I have to read how to do it. I don't remember how I, I used to be able to do. I used to remember how to do it, but there's a you can text something, and it'll actually post it as a tweet. Oh yeah, I remember that way back right? in the day. Spectacle. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm going to try to do is do that whole text to tweet thing, and uh, and give you a a blow by blow of what's going on. Or Not, you could just use a Twitter app. No, they they are taking. Can you post? Can you post from the Twitter app on the watch? I would assume so. I mean, I never tried, but I've replied to tweets on my watch. Oh, let's try that. That'd be cool. I haven't. I've almost never used the Twitter app on my watch because I've always got my phone with me. So. Well, I will say this: um, when I first got the watch, I wasn't very happy with the Twitter app. I had to actually get Twitterific. Um, I think it works better with the watch, so you might have to like play around with that. But yeah. See timeline, top trend. Yeah, this is pretty much just letting me read stuff, and then I guess I can reply to it. Maybe I'll try Twitterific. I'm gonna download that right now. Thank you. Nice. Work on that. No problem. Yeah, we're working on it. Um, switching to the East Coast. Yay! Uh, the That's Pandora nice. drinks. Rhiannon, have you taken a look at the Pandora drinks from the uh, Pangu Pangu? No. And- Satuli Canteen. Whatever. Fucking blue beer, Dream, green beer. like Dreamwalker Sangria. And there's wines. There's Banshee wines. And let's see. So the Sangria is blue. The wines are wine-ish colored, I believe. Then we have the uh, reddish beer and the greenish beer. One of the... I'll tell you, the one that gets my attention and what I, what I really want to try... Is the second one, which is the Moara High Country Ale, malty amber ale with the aroma of herbal spice hops and taste of caramel, toffee, and nuts. I believe that's the green one. That looks pretty good. Right. Ooh. Here's here's my deal. Obviously, I will try them. Obviously. And if I like them for the actual flavor of the beer, not the gimmick, then I will buy them again. But I'm really truly wondering. If you're average Joe Schmo tourist who goes to Disney like once a year or once in a lifetime, yeah, you're probably going to go to this bar, think it's totally cool, oh my god, theming, and like go nuts. But as for us, and we're going to the parks for, for you once a week, for me once a month, like I'm really wondering just how amazing yeah. this place is going to be to draw us back time and again, or if it's going to be like, okay, I went, I tried them. Yeah. I'm going to go back to nomad lounge thanks see you there yeah i'm feeling the beers i'm 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 gonna have a little bit of faith in the beers um was talking to the bartender he had not had them but i'm thinking like kungaloosh is like a spiced ale and i get kungaloosh because it's unique to animal kingdom mm-hmm. this beer is also unique to animal kingdom so i have a feeling semi-regularly want to get it because it's unique to pandora unless it's bad it. Exactly. If it's a good beer, of it's course bad. I would continue no. to buy yeah. it. But like, if it's yeah. just an average or below average beer, be like, oh my god, it's a funny color. Like, no, I'm not going to keep going back there. 
Right. So, I'm excited to try it. And um, the, the, the opening, uh, what do you call it, the preview coming up in the less than a month now. And I am hoping the beers are available during the mm. preview. I was talking to the bartender about that, and he was not po- not leading me to believe that it's in a in a, in a good way. He's like really? his understanding was that the two hours was for you to wait in line for the two rides. What? So he didn't know, and the idea is that it's not even open at night. Like they're his understanding what? was that the light the lights are not even going to be on. Okay, that's some bullshit because ending I at mean, eight. It's ending at eight because they they want to save. And this is my he was he had heard the lights won't be on during the previews. It's okay, just daytime only. I don't care about the lights, but between you and me and everyone listening to this podcast, um, my expectation for this preview because I too am signed up to do this. Um, I was sort of anticipating that with two hours that because they were very strict in the number of, you know, mm-hmm. what we would call it passes or whatever that they were giving out. I'm assuming that there won't be lines that, that it'd be like walking on these rides and they will have the restaurants and bars open. So you can try the food, try the drinks and go on the rides multiple times. That was my expectation. So if yeah. I show up and it's like, I not know he was, it's just the bartender. No. Yeah, and I, I understand that, but still, the fact that you're offering this whole other scenario makes me bristle. I don't know. That would disappoint me if I show up for this preview and it's like, well, I stood in line for an entire hour to ride one ride. I'm gonna be a little annoyed, actually. Like, I show up for the preview and it's really just me riding the Banshee ride, and that's it. I'm gonna be. Yeah, agreed. I'll be a yeah. little bit disappointed. But um, but we don't know. That's the that's the dis- that's the hard part is we have no idea. He was just kind of just in general conversation, being like, "Here's what I heard," and but he wasn't even being in a necessarily negative way. Just just FYI, here's kind of what mm-hmm. I heard. Yeah, well, two I hours, well, time uh, will tell. Two I think that's what in their minds people are wanting to do is come in and ride the rides. I'm like, they haven't met us. But they've already been, you know, having critics come out to sample the foods and the drinks and all that and I mean, you see photos and various blogs and stuff so fact, it's obviously there are actually today and yesterday coming in to eat in the canteen today. like it's happening as we speak and um supposedly pretty good so anyway it's happening i'm excited it's happening but i'm that did not make me super pumped hearing that yeah. maybe in a still testing mode of that yeah, no, can't ah, either. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly, Skipper. Thank you. Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> uh, let's yes, jump robot into our first. Voice. Robot voice. What? Robot voice. Robot voice and? Robot. Ask Sarboner. Robot Boner. Oh, um, starting off, the first one is Kara with a K. Oh, what does Hello. Kara with a K have to say? She is referencing that article, Rhiannon, of the top ten bars at Disney World from USA Today that came out. Oh, yeah. And she asked, why is the Edison even on this list? <laughs> yeah. Even Hashtag Rick List. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I actually... 
I, I saw this article because a friend of mine, not in the Disney Twitter sphere, like uh, the wife of my coworker, um, emailed it to me. And I saw it. And I, I, at first, I kind of got angry almost. I'm like, why aren't they interviewing me? You know? Um, <laughs> and, then, and then it was like, fucking seriously, Edison? Like, there are over 110 bars at Disney, and you couldn't find 10 bars that are all open. They're presently. actually open? Um, and then I kind of like. It's not, even rage. Close. it's not even close. It's not even like testing. I mean, it's still. I, I, I let my rage subside and I actually reached out to the author of this article. And so we kind of emailed back and forth a little bit. And apparently uh, the article was so successful that he's been asked by USA Today to write one for Disneyland. So. Oh my God. Did you give you go. him my number? I did not. Trust me, he won't use it. Call no, I mean, him. He knows what the hell he's talking about. Right. Um. My favorite bar is this one opening in three years. Right. Yeah, right? It's going to be the uh, rooftop bar at the new hotel. The hotel? That they haven't even started building yet. Mm -hmm. I I was trying to be complimentary because I wanted him to want to reply to me. Um, So I I did mention, I'm like, oh, ballsy choice there, uh, including the Edison, you know, seeing as it's not fucking open. Interesting. And he chose not to comment on that comment. So I don't know. Best. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. The the Satuli Canteen in Pandora is my new favorite restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, really. Actually, I really, I like the cantina at star wars land the best right now oh man i hear they have blue milk yeah that blue so. milk that they're that they're serving there is bonkers <laughs> right? good didn't so see that coming didn't see that coming just yeah no. skipper i'd like to hear your both of your thoughts on the fact that there's huge rumors that will smith could be cast mm, yes i'm back and forth on it do you want to go first Did we lose oh. Grunky again? Since he's gone. Oh, oh it's Rihanna. Rihanna. I do. Hi. Um, yeah. Sure, I'll go. Am I being prompted to go? I'll go. Um, I love Will Smith. You know, I, I love him less now that I learn more about his Scientology leanings. But, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know. Oof. But I think he could do a good job. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think. I mean, it could go either way. So I- I'm not going into this going, oh my god, what the fuck were they thinking? Um, nor am I going into it be like, yes, best casting ever. It could go either way. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I mean, I'm looking back on like his Fresh Prince days more so than later parts of his career. But I think he could do a good job. Yeah, so that was my old thing. At first, I was all like, I don't know if he's got the chops. Like, he was kind of funny in Fresh Prince, but was he really funny, or was it just a good supporting staff? But then I started thinking, well, he does have, like, the singing ability, so he can sing all the songs, which I was... But then I thought of a little movie that came out um, in the mid-'90s called Kazam. And I know that Will Smith isn't Shaquille O'Neal, but (laughs) I've been burned by a bad genie movie before, so I'm worried, (laughs) like... 
I actually, no, I read an article on Jezebel about this whole thing, and they referenced Shazam, and they were also questioning, like, so if they basically cast the rest of the movie with white people, and he's the only person of color, he becomes, like, that sort of figure of the joking, like, you know, court jester colored person, and, like, that could really be bad. So you really are going to need a diverse cast for the rest of it to offset any odd well, imbalances there. Considering where it takes place, there should be almost no white people. Right? Right. <laughs> in that movie And yet anyway. it's fucking Disney, so I mean... It'll be Tom Cruise like, in the part of Aladdin. It'll be Hermione as Jasmine. I mean... No, she's already, she's already Belle. <laughs> so she can't be Jasmine, but... You know, they, they could pick anybody else. Oh, heard somebody bloop. Oh, I think we lost people. Bloop. Oh, boy. I think we lost Drunky again. Yay. It's um, becoming a regular thing now. Yeah, he's really bad at this. Let's see. I went but... and, uh, trying to reconnect. No, I think one other thing that that article raised was really comparing by default his performance is going to be compared to robin williams and like oh yeah fucking it's fucking robin williams like you know it it wasn't like he was this average mediocre actor who played an average mediocre character it was fucking amazing and so the bar is set so high that i mean who else would you cast in this role and expect them to supersede that Jonathan you know? Winters. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I just threw out like a... Like, he's like a comedian from the 60s. <laughs> oh, okay. No, um, but no, I think you're right. Like, that was part of my my whole thing, too, was... And a lot of the stuff that is in that movie and that Robin Williams did anyway was ad-lib. So right. I think it's not going to have that, like, dynamic effect to have somebody just I mean, reading like, the lines. Like, I would almost say, like, Jim Carrey, you know? Yeah, I think you do need somebody that is really, really funny and does a lot of ad-libbing on their own um, that'll bring that to the character as opposed to just somebody and, that can sing. And so the other thing... There we go. To... And he's okay, back. Well, we're, we're in the middle of the conversation here, yeah, we're so talking about you can just right back off for a minute. Okay. Um, the other thing you think you have to keep in mind is that this is Guy Ritchie directing this. So this is not going to be like a light and playful, you know, Sunday afternoon walk in the park. Like this is Guy fucking Richie. And so I think you need to not only expect that there's going to be a darkness to this character because he's been imprisoned in a cave for umpteen years, you know, and he's really grappling with his own personal freedom, but also the morality of helping these other characters and so i think you have to expect that this character needs to tap into that and so to have somebody play that that i think could be part of the problematic aspect of will smith playing it like i mean if he comes at it as like a fresh prince perspective it's not going to be with that depth that you're looking for whereas i think like jim carrey he can be pretty fucking dark at times just i mean not that he was an option but i'm just talking about it um, so I don't know. 
My yeah. two cents. I lo- I'd like it. I like your two yeah. cents. Me too. Thanks. That's a good point. I think uh, I... But unlike other castings, when I hear it, I don't immediately go, oh, that's the worst thing ever. Yeah, no, I don't either. I agree. Yeah, so it's... so. So I kind of hope it happens only because I'd like to see which way they go with it. Well, I want them to make the movie. I don't know if I necessarily need to have that, like, Will Smith. Good point. I mean, I guess I don't really care either way. Just yeah. make it good. Just make it good. Just make it good. Um, I want to know if you guys have any thoughts on this. Um, the last bit of news I kind of want to bring up. They did the ever-popular Disney World free dining came out. But this year, for the first time ever, moderate resorts do not get the full dining package. They get quick service only. So, what are your? Do you have any thoughts on free dining, dining packages, stuff like that? It feels like it's kind of reaching the point where it's they're they're pushing it out as an option. I mean, they're bare. I, I've heard there were very limited options, very limited dates. But it still becomes this huge deal when it comes out as and it's released. Well, the biggest thought that I had, and it's not really in reference to them limiting your options, it's more of still the impact it has. Like, you know, you, you couldn't get through the phone lines. Obviously, it was jammed. People are craving this. They want this. It's going to sell out. It's- Probably why you couldn't get through the other day. No, definitely why I couldn't get there. Um, that's not even a question. It's, it's, my point is, it's like, this is so clearly popular and will sell out that this goes back to other conversations, whether it was on the podcast or on Twitter. I know Amanda started a whole big thing um, about them moving in this direction of being high-end only. And so here it is. They're offering this you know, discount and, and free dining, and it's so fucking popular. And I would just love to see some breakdown on numbers of like, all right, this earns us X number of dollars. If we opted to next year, cut this out, but instead we're going to raise the price of that, raise the price of that, do this, we are going to earn Y dollars. Like how much of a difference is that? If they start cutting out these discount programs, like are they still – are they making that much more that it's worth it to them? Or is it just they're crossing their fingers and hoping that they're going to get this better clientele? Well, I don't even know if they're doing that. I, I, I don't know if they're, they're – are they just are they just throwing scraps at people now and just – because they are in the habit of booking this free dining? I guess just to, to really bring my point down to like one bullet point. My point is this. It is clearly so fucking popular, period. You're going to deny that? Like, Disney, not, not you. But, like, right. you're just going to ignore the fact that, like, shit, this works. This fucking works. But, so, I don't know. That, that was you mean the free takeaway. dining? Yeah. yeah. That was my takeaway. It's like, this is something that's very, very widely successful, popular across the board. And if you're going to move away from that concept, that target audience, like, you know, obviously it must have your reasons, but... Are they good? (laughs) Well, I think it was offered originally to fill in a need where there was a void. They had lots of availability. How do we get people to come here? Offer, quote, unquote, free dining, whether it's free or not. Well, you know, that's another debate. But now 
I mean, when's the last time you've been at Disney? It's not been busy. So do they? Is is, is this just them not needing it anymore? And I'm. It's kind of like, why are they even offering it at all <laughs> if they're going to keep cutting back yeah, to where it's guess. value? Because what the the big change this year is? It used to be everybody was able to choose one sit down meal, one quick service. Now right. only deluxe resorts can get the sit down meal. And moderates and values now get quick service only. And maybe that will help those of us who don't do it to have more options because people were taking a lot of, of uh, sit-down restaurants that necessarily wouldn't do it. Well, here's a question. Slightly off topic, but not really. So we've talked in the past, again, whether it's on the podcast or on Twitter, about how the general state of Disney dining these days has gone downhill because of the Disney dining plan and them having to basically make all their food offerings the general price since they can't do fancier things or whatever. Do you think that now that they seem to be going this opposite direction of targeting wealthier clientele, are they going to then increase the quality of the dining options? Do we at least get that fucking perk? If you're going to jack up the prices of everything, can we at least get what we used to have back? I'm curious, has there been, and there, here's what we don't know, obviously we don't know, has there been a shift? Because the best restaurants at Disney now that are opening up have all been recently at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. All the most popular restaurants are going up there. Has there been a drop-off of any kind of Disney-owned restaurants in the parks and the regular resorts to Disney Springs? And that's where, that would be the only thing that I think could happen. But I can't imagine because of the convenience of the resorts and the, the parks, that that's even possible. Yeah, I don't know, but I guess I'm going to posit this as a hypothesis that I think if they really are going to try and make themselves just this higher-end destination, they're going to have to match that with dining, and not just at Disney Springs, but they're going to have to up the ante in the parks at the resorts, et cetera, to bring it back to not only the heyday, but maybe even above and beyond that. Now, Skipper to Ritchie, I, I assume you're still here. Oh, I'm still here. Would you, I want to go back to your last visit. We were at the Brown Derby. Oh, God, it was so uh, Was it? Okay, I, I thought for a second you were not as pleased at Brown Derby as you had been in the past. That was not correct? No, I, I thought, so... The problem that we had with the Brown Derby was the person that normally takes care of us wasn't there, had the day off. And it's a totally different level of service that we got than what we're, I, can't, I guess, what we're used to. The food was great. You know, it, everything was prepared properly. But there's just no way to sound to say this. What if that was the norm, though? Because I, I feel like if that person... Let's say for for whatever reason the person that you're used to retires, and this is now the new norm. I just, Would you be okay with the current the service you got this time? Um, I mean, we would probably still be going back, but it wouldn't be as big of a deal to us because part of it was that. I mean, to the point where, and 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 I've never been where that where even even when Moses, because that's that's the server that normally takes care of us, even when he's not there. This is the first time I've ever gone where we had the Cobb salad where they didn't actually like go through the process of preparing it and mixing it. You know, like <laughs> I'm, I really wanted somebody to toss my salad that night. 
<laughs> oh boy. And it just—he's serious, though. He's serious. Yeah. yeah, and 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 like I thought it was weird that, you know, not only did she not toss the salad, but she didn't when she saw that it was going to be for multiple people. You know, we've every time we've ever gone, even like again when it wasn't Moses, they've tossed the salad and they actually like you know gave us a little story and then served it to the individual people that were there. Um, you know, so that if you were splitting a full salad between three people as an appetizer, everybody got a third of the portion. And this lady just kind of like showed up, put the t- you know the the salads on the on the table, um, and I, I want to say we didn't even get like the serving utensils at first. Like she had to come back and like yeah. drop them off. Like it was, a, you know, <clears throat> like it was rough on her to do it. And I then, know. Um, uh, I was, but yeah. what? It was just, it I was guess just bad service that, that day. A lot of people are getting with a lot of these restaurants, and and a lot of us feel that it is because of the dining plan cheapening the service at a lot of these places. So, I don't know. Anyways, I'm not sure where I was going with that, other than the fact that, did you feel a little bit this last time that maybe we're still feeling the effects of that? And will the good restaurants at Disney Springs maybe help out and make the other restaurants step up, I guess is what I'm saying. One and only hope. Hope so. Hope so. Um, Speaking of Ask Sour Boater, good question from Ian McGregor. The Silver Fox would like to know, so much happening in the parks. What's one thing you'd love to see happen in the next five to ten years? Themed bars of the Magic Kingdom. Like a legit, you go in, hit the bar. Yeah. See, I'm. I, I go the other way. Like when I I hear Whoa. about cars, rides, theme land, it's all great, but nothing perked my attention like the idea that we are a really good chance we're getting gondolas. Yeah. So more, what I would like in the next five to ten years is a comprehensive transportation plan. That includes no buses. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In, in small, in certain situations, you might need a bus. But I mean, I want if it's gondolas to that section, then I also want one to the eastern part of the property, which would be Port Orleans, Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, Disney Springs. And then I'd like one to the southeast, which would be um, Coronado Springs, Animal Kingdom, all stars and um, Hollywood Studios, like that. Like, I mean, I wanted- when I when I say whoa, 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 I don't mean like that sounds terrible. I just mean like really because just you're gonna die before you see that happen. Like I don't know, like bars of the Magic Kingdom, I think could be in the next five years. Gondolas from every single corner of the parks and resorts. I don't know, dude. I think well, it's a stretch. I, I, just, I think part of the other problem is, is that unless they decide to move the TTC, um, you're still going to end up with buses from outside of property mm-hmm. plowing through. Like you need to. What they really need to do is figure out a place where everybody that isn't staying on property can be dropped off. That really has great transportation from there to everywhere else. 
And right. that'll that'll get a ton of traffic off of the uh, you know right. the, the the property the rest of the property. Let's um, start with something simple. How about complete the walking path from Grand Floridian to Magic oh. Kingdom? <laughs> simple simple start. Right? That's never happened. It's like a fair start. Oh my god. Uh, I think it's still I just feel like it it is the beginning of this new understanding that Holy shit, we're behind the ball on transportation. We're seeing road transportation all across property being taken care of. They're, they're changing. every Almost every road at Disney is under construction right now. And gondolas plus the new garages at Disney Springs, they're finally understanding that this has to be taken care of. So I do not think it's that ridiculous to think that within the next 10 years, all of the resorts could be on some sort of um, alternative. So that's what that's, I'm going for. Yeah, for I'd my, still put that like 20 years. I don't know. Maybe I'm I hope, pessimistic, but. I hope not. I hope not. Skips, um, why don't you grab a, a West Coast uh, for us? Anything you want to see in the next five, ten years? Uh, man, I. I mean, I feel like. What is, How about a Marvel spin? Will you give us a Marvel spin on this? Like, no. only because we've gotten one thing and they're saying. Like, how would you like to see Hollywood or uh, California Adventure handled? Well, and that's the thing. So, I, I and I think we kind of talked about this a little bit before. The area on the opposite. So, going towards the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy attraction. I'm just going to call it Tower of Terror because it's easier to remember and say. Oh. Going towards Tower of Terror, you know, you went through Hollywood. And then on the other side of that was basically um, a parking lot and an area for, like, uh, shuttles to go back and forth. They could very easily close that and extend that Marvel area back that yeah. way um, and have a whole Marvel land. But I think what's going to end up happening is it's going to be a little bit of Hollywood leading to the tower and then probably some of the stuff behind that. Um, but what I really want, and, and I'm kind of going with you, it's not really theme park based at Disneyland. And it's not even part of my like shtick that I hate Paradise Pier. But I feel that they should, as soon as they're done building the new parking structures that they're trying, that they want to build and whether it's before they start building the other hotel or after they build the other hotel, um, they really need to clear out that area and, and make it more of a moderate or even value priced resort um, where they can just get as many people on property for less than, you know, the $350 that it is a night at Paradise Pier. Um, Barf. Yeah, I mean, right now, like, <laughs> literally, I was looking at hotel rates for uh, tomorrow night because I was thinking, well, if I'm going to be up there, I might as well stay the night. And uh, even the annual pass holder discount for Disneyland Hotel and Paradise Pier is, Paradise Pier with the annual press, uh, annual pass holder is, I think, Three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars right now. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How about that Hojo, huh? Well, and that's the thing. I mean, like last week, I stayed at the uh, at the Annabelle, and that was I think one fifty, and it's not much further of a walk. And to be honest with you, the rooms aren't that you know, they're they're just as, they're maybe not just as nice, but they're they're nice enough as uh, Paradise Pier. Um, so 
yeah, you know, like definitely if Fuck they that place. Yeah, I just I just feel like if they need to do anything, they need to start offering hotel rates that will compete with the really crappy like Ramadas and you know the other junk because a lot of the hotels in the Disneyland area that aren't owned by Disney are just really bad. Think like Kissimmee level, um, <laughs> you know, off the street. And not, I'm not oh, even talking. I know. Yeah, I'm not talking about like the more recently built nicer Kissimmee stuff. I'm talking about the stuff that's been there that, you know, it's not quite yeah. uh, Maple Leaf I, I, Hotel. I've had some hot wire misfortunes. Yeah, there, so. and that's a lot of the of the area out there. So I think what really Disneyland needs to do is go ahead and uh, and make something that you know, is going to give people that want to go some place to stay that's not terrible, but that yeah. also isn't... Don't you think, though, if they were going to do that at Disneyland, that it would be something like they do where they would make it, like, two or three blocks away and then bus them in? Well, that's, I think that's where you end up with, like... You end up with a transportation problem at that point because you yeah. you're not in control of the streets yeah. between Disneyland... And three blocks away. Yeah, but you know, hard you... to imagine them putting value resorts. That'd be like putting value resorts on the monorail loop. It is basically well, no, what yeah. you're and suggesting. The so there, there's actually a strawberry field that they haven't really built on. That's across the street. That they could probably do some sort of like walkover or something. Yeah. Um, but that area there where the Paradise Pier is, and it's probably if it's not a moderate. I'm willing to bet that'll be the next vacation club. Like, they'll yeah. plow that down. And if they work with the parking lot that's behind it, which is giant, like tons of property, they could really go all out and make a whole other, um, like, full vacation club. But yeah. I really do feel that the biggest thing that they're and, – and, and maybe they're not missing because to them they're making money hand over fist anyway, like selling out yeah. those other hotels. Um is uh, is something like that that's going to force the rest of the area to up their game. You know, right. I feel like if Disney is has an area that's pricing below, you know, the... Uh, God, I can't even remember yeah. the name of the really... Cra- we stayed well, in a really bad one one time. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, if you give it like a Disney World... Um, like, for example, when they built All-Star Sports, equivalently, there was no Animal Kingdom at the time... So it was literally, if you put that in Disneyland, it was probably like two miles away from Disneyland. So it almost feels like if they were going to do a value, they would put it two miles away from Disneyland. Well, you, you, you still have to look at it as a perspective, though. They don't have yeah. two miles of property to do that with. They have right. only the property that they have, you know, with them. And, of course. Uh, you got to do something with it. Like, you can't leave that thing there. It's so bad. But yeah. and, and, and again, you're asking me what I would want. That's what Yeah, I no, want. of course. You want value resorts on Disneyland property. Not necessarily value. They just need to do something moderate. that's more of a moderate price than, you know. So you would like to see moderate resorts at Disneyland. Yeah, I mean, there's enough room that they could do a small version of Coronado Springs. Or, you know, I'm not necessarily saying it has to be like that, like a Coronado Springs, but just that level of, yeah. uh, of service yeah. and, and hotel room. You know, All right. there's room for a nice pool, and yeah, they need to they need to tear that thing down, dig that stuff up, and really put in someplace uh, more. I guess more Disney 
is what I want. At then, more Disney yay. than Paradise Pier. Yeah. Yeah. Paradise Pier doesn't feel very Disney. Basically, what you're saying is fuck Paradise Pier. Oh, fuck that place. Fuck that place. Yeah, that's hearing. Okay, good. That, that, that's what I'm hearing here. That's, oh, yeah. I guess that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Yep. Um, speaking of bottom line, Dizwire, friend of the show, Dizwire, has a great question. And I uh, would like to know if you guys have thought about this ever. What's your favorite part of an attraction or bar that references a different attraction as Sour Boner? Like, do you have a, a favorite part of an attraction or bar that references other parts of Disney? There's so many. Um, I mean, Trader I Sam's really, ultimate choice, obviously. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate mean, that there's a bottle of Tullamore Dew in the queue for Jungle Cruise. Nice. Yeah. Um, if I had to say my favorite thing that they do from an attraction referencing another attraction, I love that in the Canada show, um, Martin Short basically throws shade at France. He's nice. like, if you guys want the boring show, just head on over to France. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's so great. He's just like, throws shade at France. I just, I love it. So he, uh, he references the, uh, the French movie uh, in O Canada. Awkward silence. Oh, okay. So that's my that is my favorite, and of course Trader Sam's. All of Trader Sam's references, um, Adventureland and and Magic Kingdom. So that's clearly my other favorite is to look around. As much as we, and I I, I have I hate to say that I'm guilty too, and I, I'm trying to back off because I do. I feel like Trader Sam's Grog Grotto has gotten. We've gotten to the point where we're bashing it way harder than it is bad. So um, it's not as bad as, as it's being made out to be, in my opinion, anymore. So um, I love looking around that place and all the artifacts and looking around at all the pictures. So yeah, that um, stuff is Trip cool. is uh, my also other place that I love to, for all the references to the attractions in the park. You'll you might have a heart attack if you come to the Enchanted Tiki Bar then, because I can't. I can't yeah. even because one of my favorite things in there, and I, we've definitely talked about this, is hanging from the roof is a wooden box, and they have a bunch of props from the Adventurers Club with a letter, um, you know, asking Trader Sam to go ahead and uh, and watch over it, and it's great. Jeez. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, that reminds me for some reason of I said Christina had the best week ever. Christina, the other thing that happened is she went to. Um, Nomad Lounge two nights ago and oh had drink yeah. with Joe Rody. Damn it. What? Yeah, she took well, a picture with him and everything. I'm had drinks. is She might have just taken a picture, but let's go with she had drinks with Joe Rody. That's what I go with. Fucking A. Yeah, I'm telling you, that she's a mover and a shaker, that one. She's my personal hero. Oh, for sure. She, and she's super nice. Right? Oh. Great, ah. great person. Yeah. Love Christina. The yeah, Christina champion of the 3 o'clock parade rumor. She's runner. like our own Mary Poppins. She's practically perfect oh. in every way. God, I'm so Seriously. mad about it. Damn right? It. I feel like a personal failure in comparison. Oh, I always feel like that. But, yeah, she's great. 
All those people are so much fun. I'm really sad I missed it. And I think Drunky may have gone away again. Yay! Now he's still showing up. Damn it. Oh, no, there he goes. He's gone again. Okay, cool. So what do you want to talk about quick before he comes back? Well, it's like I'm trying to plan my September trip, which is like my my annual vacation where I actually go all out and spend five days at Disney and like <sighs> stay on property. And I'm really torn this year. The discounts are not amazing. So I currently have two different resorts booked and I have to decide between them. Oh. Yeah. So I have Port Orleans French Quarter and Animal Kingdom Lodge. Both are nice. Thank- Yes, I think I'm leaning toward the latter, but, you know, obviously it's cheaper for the former, so, you know, weighing both. Um, I will also say, is it just me, or is it kind of weird that still to this day, I went today to try and see if I could get dinner reservations at Ohana for those dates, (laughs) any of those dates? No, I cannot. For two people in September. Over the span of two weeks, they are sold out. Like, how is it still that huge of a thing? That is crazy. Well, I, so I'm going to give you a little bit of background from when I worked at Disney. Okay. Um, a lot of times, further out, they actually have minimum uh, table sizes. So unless you're part of a large group, mm. they don't let you book until you get closer because they want to leave, they want to keep that that space open for like, you know, the parties of eight. Yeah, they're like, well, I think it's actually like four to eight or six to eight tops, or maybe even ten. So and if then, I try and book a party of four, I could maybe get something and then just call out and be like, hey. Right. If you can book a larger, there we are. hello, welcome. No. If you can Jesus. book a larger uh, party, I always suggest doing that. Book a giant group, and then as you get closer, just be like, oh, you know what? Ha, ha, ha. It's just two of us. So that might be a tip see, for everybody listening. Whoops. <laughs> but I feel like I, I tried to do something similar with, I again, like I'm very torn on my resort stay. And so I was also entertaining the idea of doing three nights at All-Star Sports and therefore saving up to do two nights at a super awesome place. And so I but they wouldn't let me book fucking all-star sports just three nights with the discount. So I had to book five nights and I figure, ha ha, I'm going to call up and be like, Hey, can you just like knock two nights off? No, they wouldn't fucking do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. She was like, yeah, sorry. I can knock two nights off, but you knock at your discount. It's like 130 bucks a night for fucking all-star sports. I'm like, fuck you. So yeah. Yeah. That's not cool. No, not cool at all. Welcome back. Drunkie. Thank you, thank you. Were you complaining again that I had added you to fast passes or no? No, no, that we actually were discussing had not planning. come up at all. But <laughs> thank you for planning. injecting yourself into the conversation. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. Um, oof. Yeah, that was so, a real thing. I went to book fast passes today for a legit weekend that I'm going with my friends, and it's like, oh, you've reached your maximum. I'm like, what the fuck? No, I've not. And I go and look, and I'm like, oh. I didn't book that. I didn't book that. I didn't book that. I'm not even going to be there then or then or then. Fucking Drunko has been booking me for fast passes this whole time. That's the way he hints. It is. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, they're good fast passes. 
And I got an opportunity to get good fast passes for rides that are extremely popular. So I'm like, why don't I just add anyone who might want to do it and then mm-hmm. they can cancel? And she complains about it. I just feel like, you know, if you would give me a heads up, be like, hey, I just you bought have, this. You, you, you put in the date and it says, yes, it's available. How many people do you want to put in there? You just do it. You don't have time to like call everybody individually. No. Say, are you what available? What I'm saying is you do it. And then after you hit submit, you oh, then yeah. text me, hey, I just booked you for this. And I can be like, oh, damn, not going to be there that weekend. Too bad. So sad. But like, I had no idea. I had no idea that you had done that. So I walk in. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, man, I have a lot of fast passes booked that I had no idea about. Well, to be fair, now you do. And <laughs> well, now I don't because I canceled them all. So. Um. Let's see. Did you guys happen to um? So did you guys decide if uh, it was bad if um, Colin popped up in the dream of Seesaw Steve answering a Freudian accent? Did you? What? That was what I was talking before I got cut off. I don't think we heard any of that conversation. Should Seesaw Steve be concerned that Colin popped up in their dream answering a Freudian accent? Yes. Yes, you should. Okay, there you go. So you should be concerned. I don't think so. I think Colin's a good guy and usually has some kind of ridiculousness involved. So uh, it's probably, you're probably doing something pretty fun. Probably doing something pretty fun. Let's see. Um, let's see. Where at Hollywood Studios? It's a good question. Excuse me. Where in Hollywood Studios, this is kind of a complicated question, because it says, where in the Hollywood Studios, this is from Nick Wayne Mania, where in Hollywood Studios is the best place to end a relationship? You guys <laughs> happen to read that story that came out from Jerusha about she was standing behind somebody who literally got broken up with um, walking out of Hollywood Studios? Did you read that? No, but that's awesome. So basically, to make a long story short... Um, when she was walking out, um, she was walking out of the park and this woman is like ugly crying, like talking to her, her man, don't touch me. You know, it's just the worst ever. And he's saying, I brought you to your favorite place. I thought it would be better. (laughs) I break up with you here. It's just not working out. Um, every, you know, it's not, like, <laughs> and everyone's like watching one, like, Ooh, oh she's like, God. I can't believe you flew me to Disney world to break up with me on my oh. birthday. Oh, Whoa. oh, he's like, yeah, well, Hey, you know, I thought it would be better. This is your favorite place. So I figured it'd be okay. And they start walking out to the bus loop and they're following them. Oh and she's her bus, which would be at the All-Star Sports. Oh, that's even worse. Yet he's going to another another bus loop. What? It's like Grand Floridian. He's going to the Grand Floridian. And she goes, where, where are you going? And he lets the bomb drop. I got another room at the Grand Floridian. Oh, You cannot make and this up. I just, no, this feels made up. I think this person made this up. 
I agree. I feel like this was like a YouTube kind of like yeah, this is film not it. real. No one actually does this. I agree. Here's what here's what the story continues that she witnessed. So she's walking to he's walking to their it, it, she's walking to the All Stars. He's walking there, and the crowd is out there like, oh man. So she's crying hysterically. He's telling her to calm down. She keeps asking why he brought her to Disney just to dump her. And he says, half to the crowd, half to us. Um, I kid you not, quote, well, I know Disney's your favorite place in the world. I thought that would make it easier for you. She says, what? I'm going to the Grand Floridian. She says, I'm going to the Grand Floridian. I'm calling a cab, and you can leave me alone. And he says... You can't because, quote, people are waiting for me there. <laughs> did he have somebody else? Did he have a did he have a side piece waiting for him at the Grand? That's... Oh, no. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm calling bullshit on this whole story. Man, not that... I I'm not calling bullshit on this person who what? tweeted this. I think that this was like... I don't know. Someone was filming this, and this was like a I hate thing. I hate to say it with Rhiannon on this. I felt the same way. I feels it feels too convoluted. Textbook, because it's so good. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I, I want it to be real. All Star Sports. I'm going to the Grand Floridian. Oh no, wait. There's people waiting for me. <laughs> Meaning, no. I side piece waiting for so anyways that's where this all started that's the story from that uh jerusha had leading to leading to nick Waymania's. where's the best place to end a relationship <laughs> clearly the bus loop is not the best i'm thinking like outside of the former shell of high octane refreshments i don't know <laughs> I'm with Skipper though. I want it to be real though. I want it to be real. Yeah, I want that's it to so- be real. I want it to be real. But that being said, I, I guess I could see someone thinking, I don't know how no. to break up. Man. I would say right before she's so happy she won't give a fuck if I leave. No, that's Can I just sense. go on record as saying um no because what you're basically doing is now scarring them for life at their favorite place. So you're basically ruining their favorite place for them. So I would go with, if you want to break up with somebody, don't bring them to their favorite happy place, bring them to like the place they hate the most. Universal. And then they can just, yes. <laughs> and then they can just continue hating that place forever. You're just renewing the already present hatred. Skipper, Skipper just so you know, if I ever invite you to Universal Studios, it's because I'm breaking up with it's you. It's because we're breaking up. Um, Skipper, stand here in front of the Bur- the Burger King Whopper Bar <laughs> and the uh, the uh, Panda Express here at CityWalk, and we are ending this. What are you? Shit. I was Drunk gonna say, hey, um, <laughs> Jenko, are, are you like busy this weekend? Because there's Can't... like really sweet Arby's and Kissimmee that I could take you to. <laughs> Um, That's so good to choose that place, though. It's okay. I still want to answer this question, though. Much of that, that RB is so bad. I, I actually, I have a place I think I would say is the best where? place to break up in studios if that's where you've got to do it. Well, where? Okay. And I'm going to say I would want to do it right. I would do it on Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith just before the launch. <laughs> 
like so you just, have the picture of your facial expression as yeah, it happens. Like you're like, hey, we're breaking up. And then you're kind of like, woo, and she's kind of like, woo. But then you've got the whole ride where you're like, you know, she gets off and you don't know if she's crying. Plus, you know, you got that like when you're crying and you've got that like wind in your and like how your eyeballs get really cold and then dry. And man, so that's just, just a lot of information right there. It'd be awesome. It's good. Yeah. That's right. Good, good job. Yeah, it's not, not bad. Um, we got to the next question was from Diz Counselor Dan. Wanted to know if we have made extinct magic madness bracket picks yet, which is Walt's Frozen Head did a tournament about extinct attractions. I have not. I have, however, made my picks for designated Disney dads. Mm-hmm. Pixar. Have you guys made your picks for the designated Disney dad? I have. Have? Mm-hmm. Who's your champion? That you've picked, mm, Alice. You don't have to tell Alice. Uh, it was tough. I, oh, I'm trying to remember what mine came down to, but it really does get difficult. It really does get yeah. difficult. I wanted Jungle Book. I wanted to say I don't think I got Jungle Book as my champion though, even though I wanted to. Um, Skipper Grichy, have you done it yet? I did. When is? Did I already miss the? Uh, no, it's uh, May first. It's starting like May first, so we got time. Yeah, you want me to tell you everyone? It's a May madness. Yeah, everyone that um, is listening can still go to designated Disney Dad um, Twitter and join. Go ahead and make your picks, and we're everyone's going to vote for the best Disney Pixar animated movie. And uh, depending on how you predict your bracket, you might win some sweet ass prizes. What did you did you say you picked very sweet ass the Jungle Book as your top one? It was not. It was not the Jungle Book. I was oh. saying I, it was. Um, li- uh, no, excuse me. I did not want that one. I wanted um... Robin Hood. Yeah, that's what I wanted. But it, it, I don't. I wanted it to, but it, it's not what I ended up picking. What'd you end up with, Skip? Uh oh. So, but if you want to reveal your hand, go ahead. No, I don't care. What? What the hell do I give Um I went with Beauty and the Beast as my good, uh, good. as my top. And I went and, and to be honest. <laughs> what was with your you, bottom? The Little Mermaid. Like those two are duking it out. Yep. That's that those two are strong. Hard to go against them. I think Moana's gonna be a strong for being new. I think it's it's obviously it's new and popular, but it's also a very popular movie among people who love Disney animation. So yeah, like the old school people. It Moana. is. There's something about Moana that it gets cut down early by somebody. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Lion that's... King. I think it's Lion King. Maybe. I don't even I remember. Where Lion King. The cut early because you can't. Moana can't be Lion King though. No. Not possible. No. Um, no. no but, actually, um, Moana's against Cars, and then no. it's Cinderella and Brother Bear. Yeah, maybe it. Uh, well, maybe it has a stronger. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it might have a. On the other side, it's incre- are the Incredibles, Lilo and Stitch, Toy Story, and Bolt. But I don't think Moana against Toy Story, which I believe Ooh. will win that one. I don't think yeah. Moana's taking it. But I also don't think Moana's going to beat Cinderella. Oof, that's a good battle though. New. Yeah, good no, it's versus- great. It's great. Yeah. Good bow. Um. So actually, um, Discounter Dan, I have not done the Extinct Magic Madness, which is never. Feet past and never built attractions. 
I have not done it, but if you want to go to see um, Walt's Frozen Head, um, he is doing one also on Extinct Magic Madness. So go check that out. So I have not done that yet, though. FYI. Let's see. Um, oh, speaking of Dole Whips, Rhiannon, mm-hmm. this is a tough situation he's put in. For, he's standing in front of Frozen. So, quote, he, this is his question. Frozen goes down and standby gets completely shut down. Park closes in 50 minutes, too. Thoughts? Drink Aquavit. I agree. <laughs> no, uh, never. I don't know if I talked about this on a podcast, but I was there about, let's just say three weeks ago now. And I got uh, to watch. Meltdowns. The meltdowns. Nothing causes meltdowns like the Frozen ride. And here's why. While Frozen is not the greatest ride in the history of Disney parks by any means. Are you reading this? It sounds like you're reading this. I have a written statement that I would like to read. Mm. Currently, the most important Fast Pass at Disney. Because it's like the one you can't get. And it's always broken down. So, like, if you have a Fast Pass for for the Frozen ride and you show up, it is the most important Fast Pass of your vacation because they're so hard to get. And they're so, and it's broken down so frequently. So it causes more emotions than any other ride at Disney, even though it's just the Frozen ride. So the question, I don't know what the answer is other than it is a shit show there all day, every day. And I feel bad for whoever has to run that attraction as a manager because you're dealing with a shit show nonstop every day. I didn't even try to ride it when we were there in March. (laughs) It didn't even dawn on me that. Yeah. But if you wanted to try the new ride at Frozen, it's really difficult to do. Like, it's the hardest ride to ride at Disney. Oh, it's hard, all right. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, to answer your question, grab a drink and do something else because it is a shit show, Dole Whips. So, it is. So, I hope it gets easier because it's, it's a no. It is. Really difficult to ride the Frozen ride. So, I hope it gets easier. Question from one year at Disney is the Shibuya Disney store has its mm-hmm. own massive pin for its one year anniversary. I'm sorry, can you re- the Shibuya, what? Do we need to send somebody out there to uh, be our Shibuya Disney store correspondent? Um, should Canada have one too? Shibuya. Am I going to try to get, is this a real place or? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I can see it right here. There's an image. It's got one year anniversary, April. Am I, those things where I'm trying I'm saying something that's embarrassing or no? Shibuya. Shibuya. What the hell is that? I got to look that up. It's a, uh, but if Shibuya Disney store has a commemorative pin, shouldn't the Disney store Canada have one too? Yes. Yes, it should. Sure. You blew it. You blew it. Where is the Shib? Oh, that's in Japan. That's not like just like you know Shibuya, Shibuya Maine, or some other like random. I just, yeah, I've checked out of this question. You're not a fan of Shibuya. I don't know what you're talking Our about. So. Shibuya are going to be tuning out now if they haven't already. Next. <laughs> <laughs> See, 
Um, Discounter Dan wants to know if we have any plans to create an all-star lineup like the E-Ticker Report, because they said that they have, it's hosted by um, Derek Bergen, Cal Penn, and the guy who narrates Living with the Land. And who, who would we like to be our all-star person, other than, of course, Neil Patrick Harris? Anybody else that we'd like to have as a uh, all-star addition to the 3 o'clock parade? Stacy. Stacy, yes, Stacy Aswad would be a huge addition. I would like the kid who's trying to get all the free nuggets from Wendy's. Fuck that kid. I guess I feel that I can't validate this as an all-star lineup when you start with Derek Bergen. The worst. The worst. It's like a worse. It's like a no-star lineup. It's like the worst you could possibly have on a podcast. You know what? I, I my my biggest fear is that somebody's going to listen that is crazy and not realize that we don't actually hate Derek Bird. We do, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously we do. we do because he's evil. But if you're a crazy person and you love us and you're looking for somebody to not like, let us hate Derek Bird. Agreed. Um, good question coming up next from Livy would be like objectively looking at what you get versus what you pay. Which on-property hotel is the best deal? Bang for your buck. I have a hands-down answer for this. So what's the best bang for your buck at Disney? Ugh, I'm struggling with this right now. It's clearly I... a moderate though, right? Am, am, is anybody else not going moderate? No, I yeah, I'm going moderate and I... Given the construction currently at Caribbean Beach in Coronado, plus just their size, I am leaning toward <laughs> one of size. <laughs> um, I'm leaning toward one of the poor leans, and I, man, I'm just fucking torn between the two of them. It's tough. So tough. I I like the cabins, man. Yeah, the cabins were a nice choice. Was that uh, moderate pricing, basically? Uh, yeah. It's pretty. It's Little, pretty close. It's lower deluxe. Uh, well, Disney. I'm gonna actually go right now. It's, no, because I can tell you, they, that I've been like, because you do get a you get a bedroom and a half. It's basically well, a one bedroom suite. Yeah. Okay. So, but here's my thing. So I. I we, we discussed this when you took your little, like, potty break or whatever you did. <laughs> um, so I'm currently shopping around for my September trip where I stay on property for an extended bit. And I like to indulge myself in the finer things. And so I've been looking up my various options with the discounts. And the cabins are right now 250 ish a night. Yeah. Um, a whereas deal. I can get... Whereas I can get like Animal Kingdom Lodge for two thirty ish a night. That's um, that's tough. Yeah. So but the thing, so my thing with the cabins, and I'll let you speak in a second. No fish. So my <laughs> thing is, a, um, I feel like I'm gonna get lost in that maze back there, and trying to actually get on a bus to get to a park or whatever is sort <laughs> of a chore, and b, like also just trying to like get to the amenities, a bar, a pool, it's a chore. It's like, that's kind of my concern. I'm sure the cabins themselves are lovely, but I'm worried about the rest of my situation. So go. 
No, I was going to say yeah. is I'm looking at the prices right now. So I just picked a random. I pick August the 13th um, through the 19th, but it's really broken down by night. I uh, by yeah by night anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, it starts at $55 for the Fort Wilderness Resort campgrounds. And then it goes uh, Pop Century and the All Starts. Those end at 138 Then it goes to the Moderates with the Caribbean Beach at 182 uh, Coronado Springs at 203 And the Cabins at 235 with Port Orleans. Uh, French Quarter at 253 And Riverside wow. at 272 Saratoga Springs at 277 Art of Animation, 300 and then Animal Kingdom Lodge, or Animal Kingdom Villas at 328 But again, I've been doing nonstop research the past oh, yeah, 48 no, hours. on basic, like, you know, this week, yeah. this I've, random week. I think that list that Skibber just gave us, and what you're saying, Rhiannon, is basically going into what we've said and noticed, is that the categories are getting all fuddled up. Oh, for sure. No, but what I'm saying is I can tell you, like, for September, I've seen Port Orleans at 175. The cabins seem to basically stay at 250. Animal Kingdom Lodge fluctuates between 233 and 325. I mean, it's, it's all over the fucking map. So it really, is. it's a, a whole draw of like just what dates you're picking. Man. Oh, yeah, for sure. The categories are really getting fuddy-duddy, though. It's, it's the screwing it up. Because it's really getting hard, it sounds like. And that's what she said. I don't think it is. No? Is that not what she said? Um, mm. But, um... I've actually never heard that before. What? Get the fuck out. And then, uh... So, on property hotels, the best deal... In the old days, I would have said uh, Coronado Springs almost hands down. But maybe that's not the case anymore. I think I think one of the poor leans because you have a smaller footprint, so you're not having to like take multiple buses to get places. You have uh, direct transportation access to Disney Springs. You have just easier access to pools and bars and restaurants as opposed to having to like walk super far. So that would be my recommendation. Well, and that's so when you were talking about like uh, the maze that is Fort Wilderness. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost feel that the buses on property at Fort Wilderness make it even worse. Um, I had never really bothered to walk around yeah. Fort Wilderness. But after this trip when I did, I actually realized how much closer everything is when you don't have to go to every, <laughs> you know, to every yeah. campsite and, and like and uh, and cabin loop. Like if you're just walking yeah. direct from your cabin to someplace, it took us about the same time, if not less, and it was a really enjoyable walk to get to all the way to the dock um, to catch the boat, which you can catch the boat to the Magic Kingdom, the Contemporary, or that really sweet bar. At no. The yeah. Oh, that one. That one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Geyser. Geyser. I was just trying to yeah. like fall into the same trap I did last week. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I wasn't throwing that out. Um, so, and, and yeah, I just, uh, I think for me, uh, value, especially when you when you have more than just four people in the party, uh, yeah, you know you can you can basically fit six comfortably and more if you don't want to be comfortable um, at the fort. 
pretty easy are at uh, in the cabin pretty easily to where you might need two rooms at some of the other places. Okay, what if you're just like a couple? Oh, then, you know, you've got beds and a other bed and a sofa but, and the, but a kitchen point, table and a picnic table. Is it too much? Is, is oh, the better no. value? No, those, are all places, those, are, those are all places you can, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying that the cabin gives you lots of options. I'm nice. just saying you could save fucking money, but whatever. Oh, that... I guess we all get off on our own jolly. Oh my god, I will get off in the money. cabin is so much fun. Mm. Getting off in the cabin. Speaking of what gets us off on our own jollies, I would like to point out that the next question is from a first timer, Mr. Monkey. No, DCL Dreamin, M Head 2011. Ooh. DCL Dreamin, thank you for your question, and it is, and this is, I'm going to start with Rhiannon because. She's our hauntress of the mm. podcast. If you could haunt anywhere in Disney, where would it be? Oh my god! Not haunted mansion, definite Disney. Yeah, I feel dun, like dun, I already dun. replied to this tweet because I'm like, yeah, because you were tagged specifically in it. Not you, no haunted mansion, Rhiannon. That and you just stole my dreams away from me. Where would you want to haunt though? I, I would be torn between, like, am I being selfish in haunting a place that I would enjoy being? Or would I be also, I guess, selfish in a different way of haunting a place that I would enjoy just fucking people over? So, like, I mean, haunting the All-Star Sports would be hilarious. Are we but stuck? Would I, I want to, like, spend all my days there in the ever after i'm not really sure i'd want to do that so right. maybe like tambu lounge i can fucking haunt tambu lounge oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> well and that's what i was gonna say are we stuck in that place forever yeah. let's go with that yes or let's can go with you that. like all right i'm gonna go with tambu lounge and the way i'm gonna haunt people is i'm basically gonna like have back scratchers dance around and back suddenly like start scratch, scratching huh? people's backs and back scratch just huh? They're like, wait, wait, something's on my back. And like, you turn around. That feels good. A little more left. A little more left. There's nothing there. But then, like, you'd feel a back scratch on your back and you turn around and. But there's nothing there. Oh, nice. Yes. I would also haunt the Tambu Lounge, but it would just be to haunt Rhiannon. And whenever she's doing that, I would be like whispering in her ear, back scratcher. And then well, she would be like, I hate that you haunt me here. I call bullshit, Jay, because you should haunt Paradise Pier. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's why I was asking. Like, if it's someplace that you're stuck for eternity, because at first I thought maybe like Tom Sawyer's Island on, at Disneyland. But then I thought I would never be able to leave that island, and I would just be looking out at the rest of the park going like, man, I made the wrong decision again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if, if, if I can't leave, it's definitely not going to be Paradise Sphere either. Because I would just be pissed the entire time. It would literally be <laughs> like, like Poltergeist. Like just constantly, I feel like, like Lounge is a strong choice. Yeah, I, I think I'd be one. okay being trapped there yeah, forever. Yeah, my and... hunt would be just drinking yeah. people's drinks. It'd be like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Suddenly my drink is gone. Which is basically Mark's line to every bartender. So for him to actually be honest for once in his life and be like, no, no, really, no, seriously, 
I'm, I'm telling you the somebody, truth. Yeah. My drink disappeared. Some, somebody just I'm not joking. Drink. Something happened. It really did. Uh, I love it. Like, yeah, fuck you. I would want to haunt. Um, I'm going to go with a more Disney parks answer, and I'm going to haunt the Imagination Ride because um, it needs to be haunted because of how terrible it was treated. So Yeah, I mean, you're stuck there, so have fun with that. I know, right? All right. That's so, what I'm worried about. Can I just haunt World Showcase? Does it have to be something yeah. specific? Rich, I feel like, can we have like a little high five over the interwebs, mm-hmm. airwaves? We call those a Wi Fi. Oh, Wi Fi. I like it. Wi Fi. That's nerdy. Nerdy, ap- nerdy Apple talk. Wi Fi. I hate this question, and I hate that it's true. Brian Lamas wants to know what, in 10 years, what current Disney World attractions will be gone and replaced? Hmm. I hate that this is something that we have to think about because a lot of talk about the Tiki Room. Oh, no, let's not. Yeah, I don't believe that. So, but what do you think it, within 10 years, are there any that you guys see will be gone and replaced? I what? feel like Ellen's Energy Adventure. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, well, define gone and replaced. Like, oh. are we allowing for a reverb or is yeah. it legit like, gone? Yeah, like completely changed. Yeah. I, I I think that that needs to be changed. Um, I think it still could involve Ellen and energy and an adventure, but <laughs> it needs to be updated. So I'm gonna put that in the ring. I like it. I think I think Epcot is the home to the most of these right now because at like Hollywood Studios, um, I would say the one that's gonna be going to replace the house will be. Um, Indiana Jones, oh. spectacular, <laughs> gone. Oh no! I I say at studios as soon as Star Wars lands, our Star Wars land is open, then the animation courtyard is the next on the chopping block. Like gone. I think, exactly. Gone. I think that whole exactly. building will be plowed down and turned into something else. Correct. Rock and roller coaster cannot still have Aerosmith in ten years. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. I people think that could be that. the next Marvel. Do you think maybe it'll be the wonders? <laughs> oh, do doing that thing you do. I would actually love that. <laughs> I would love it. I would absolutely love it. But I want some of their other hits. They had some and other I hits. For I'm just gonna like move on from that because I'm not really enjoying that. Um for Magic Kingdom, Autotopia. Yeah. Poor that poor ride is just gets no respect. Fuck that ride. Mm. Um, the not the vice president, but Joe Bowden has a question. Which yeah. Beer style goes with each sensational six character. Hope it's not Pluto's hair of the dog Bud Light. <laughs> the dog. Ugh. Well, I think that was a play of the, the dog that bit What's me. The dog Bud Light. So Fab Four is Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Goofy. What's the sensational six? That includes I think it's actually Mickey, Donald, Daisy, and Daisy. I think yeah, the six are Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, and Pluto. Boom. Gotcha. Oh, God! I love some Corona! No, no, no. that's not what he said. <laughs> Gosh, can I get me a yingling? No, no my God. Oh, Mickey, can I have a Dos Equis? 
I'm really starting to hate my life right now. Uh, I'm kind of feeling like maybe we're running short on time. Yeah, it's already <laughs> been two hours, so let's uh, wrap this up. Outer Rim Jim wants to know, anyone tried touching all instruments at the same time in the Haunted Mansion queue? Apparently, if you push them all at the same time, it plays Grim Grinning Ghosts. What? Awesome. The tour. Awesome cool. tour at Magic. A lot of the cool tricks. Um, I don't remember the exact name. I thought it was like Walk, Walk and Walt's Footsteps, but like the Disney World edition. Yeah, so for sure. it was. I think they awesome. the it It's not oh. King, Keys of the Kingdom, no, which I have. Okay. He took the okay. other one. Sorry. So I met Outer Rim Jim over the weekend. Great guy. Also, married to the person who comes up with the next question, Sarah Grafham. Imagineers hide more than hidden Mickeys. What's the inside joke character would you want to hide in the parks? I would think, it, not only because obvious is my go-to answer, but there's an element that, that would fit is the Cheshire Cat's grin because he does disappear. And so just to have the grin sort of hidden in various places, and you can just imagine the Cheshire Cat being there and then disappearing. And it could be like in the trees, just like, uh, yeah. yeah. Have you been to Disney Quest? There's a lot of Cheshire Cat. In no. The... Oh. Did you see the picture I posted of the Cheshire no. Cat? Did you not really see it, or are you just saying, oh, could you hate me? Uh, the latter. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I did. There's a picture of me with Cheshire Cat over my head because he's at Disney Quest, by the way. Oh, uh, no. Actually, I did not see that. So, so no on both accounts. Well, um, I will say... I don't know what I would want to hide, but there is a hidden Jafar in the uh, gorilla enclosure at Animal Kingdom. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, near uh, in there. So like that would that's cool. Um, there's a hidden Baloo in Harambe Village as well. Um, so there are lots of things as well. Uh, what would I like to see if I could say that I wanted to see one? Obviously, I'd like to see a hidden three caballeros somewhere, but not in like the Mexico Pavilion, just somewhere random. In France. <laughs> I think we talked about this once before, but um, Jody um, and oh, Liddy wanted to know. I, oh. I, I had two things to add to that. One, Jesus, Drunko. I know, he just always skips me. It's all right. That's not That's all. It's okay. I'm, it, I'm just kidding. I don't really think you always skip me. Um, I would like, like, yes. hidden crunks. I think that would be hilarious. Oh, my God, yes. If, if we could put hidden crunks all over the place. Mission um, Fletched. Yeah, and it's something that I've kind of stolen, but my one of my roommates on the college program when I went back for the holidays um, was an independent filmmaker, and what his thing was, all the movies that he had, like the shorts, and I don't even know if he ever actually ended up making movies, I don't remember his name, but he would put hidden Mickeys by putting a quarter and two dimes into scenes of the movie. Like, it would be, like, on the coffee table or... So it wouldn't be something that the camera would lock in on. But in all of his, in all of his like, shorts and stuff like that, he had always put that... And he always left it on his uh, nightstand the same way. It's awesome. So, yeah, every once in a while, like, if I'm doing something, uh, I try to throw that same thing in there, which I think is cool. But, yes, Very Hidden cool. Crunks. Hidden Crunks is my answer. Yay! Very cool. You like owe it. me a new acorn. Oh. <laughs> Do you guys have uh, – Dirt Cheap Disney wants to know if we have any uh, Starbucks mugs and which is your favorite um, one. Any Starbucks mugs of Disney? I own one no. Starbucks mug. Which one? 
the Disney MGM Studios or Disney Hollywood Studios with the Earful Tower. Oh yeah. Remember when they made the one at Epcot? Yeah, if anybody has a purple monorail monorail from Epcot that they just want to get rid of, I'll take that too. Yeah. I I I do own Starbucks mugs. Well, I mean, not me, but like Mark does. But they're just mugs that say Starbucks on them. Um. So yeah. So favorite one would be I like Skippers with the Earful Tower or the purple monorail. I also don't think that that was insensitive. No. I don't either. Yeah. Purple just fit the theme of the mug. Yeah. But a lot of people no. felt that it was insensitive and that's why they took it away. And I no. Right. Like, you guys are profiting off the death of yeah, the Yeah, right? Like people were running to Starbucks and like, I need that death mug. You got the death mug? I also mug? don't feel like they needed to even retire that monorail color. Like, yeah. I don't know. Horrible, horrible situation, obviously, that someone was killed on a monorail. People die every single day in auto collisions, and it's not like, oh, we have to retire the Fiat now. The color red. No more red cars. Right, exactly. No more red cars. Exactly. Yeah. That was a bummer. I was in, uh, yeah, I remember I was in Michigan at the time. It was on, like, the 4th of July. I remember that. No, it's terrible. It's tragic. No, I'm just saying. It was, like, like, it was weird. It was, like, a holiday. It was, like, the 4th of July. It was very weird. It was, like, 2 in the morning. It was very odd. Um, let's see. Getting very close to the end. Uh, Jody wants to know what boat ride would be the preferred lazy river, assuming you could do clean water. Um, the kid votes pirates. She says jungle cruise. Oh my god! Any preferred lazy? A jungle cruise, lazy river. I would totally do any every, every day, any day. So you're with her, not the intern, who said pirates. Yes. I'm going Splash I'm, Mountain. Yeah, that would be actually be the most exciting. Right? Yeah. It's pretty I'm going lazy, with, um, but also Grand crazy. Fiesta Tour, though. Grand Fiesta Tour. It already has like uh, the lazy. spot where you can get drinks. Yeah. Oh, totally. That's just exactly why I want it. There's restaurants, bars on it. It's great. Um, final one. <gasps> Wes Glingsman says that we skipped it last week. Um, so we're going to go ahead and do it this week. Um, Wes Glinsman says, you die and are buried in the graveyard outside Haunted Mansion. What is written on your tombstone? Oh, God. I need more time than the five seconds you're allotting me. <laughs> I know. I wish we had. I wish we. I, I wish we had more time for this. We should have like a new hashtag that's like Ask Sarboner Homework. I know. Mine but then, would every, be... then everybody would put homework ones and we'd have to. Uh, it would take, and then you'd have to prepare. I've done it every now and then. I, I know mine. Yeah. I figured about mine. Let's hear it. Our good friend Rich. We all knew it would be that bitch. Oh. I'm like that. <laughs> she kills everybody. Mine would say the jolly Professor Daniel Miller. He grabbed the drink mug, and of course, he had to fill her. I guess mine would say Rhiannon rhymes with Shannon. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, that brings us to the last Ask Sour. You oh. just said that one was the last one. Maybe he, that, maybe he reloaded and then we got another one. No, that was it. <sighs> that was it. The last Sour Boner. Oh, okay. 
Um, any final thoughts before we cruise off into the wild blue yonder for another week uh, here in Disney fan ridiculousness? Skipper's going tomorrow to Disneyland, hopefully. Oh, I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow for sure. You just may or may not be seeing the movie. Or oh, no, 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 no. I'm seeing the movie. I'm going to Disneyland. I just may not be riding the ride, but that's what I'm hoping the special... I'm hoping that they have a special surprise. That they're like, hey, now that you've seen the movie... That's what you always hope. I, always I will tell you this. Hope for did have India riding today or yesterday. So it, people have been on it. It is functioning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's functioning. It's functioning. Let's do this thing. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. Skipper Dick Ritchie on... Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. How awesome would that be? It'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, I think so too. And then I could actually tell you whether it's great or not. And um, you know what? Just real quick, my final thought about this has to do is it annoys me, and this is going to happen to with Pandora as well. But I'm going to go with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Skipper's been pretty positive the whole time. I'm going to give him that. But for the majority of Disney Twitter, including myself, I'm extremely disappointed that they took something that is so cool and made it like, the, you know, the Tower of Terror and the Hollywood, especially in a Hollywood park. It looks so cool. And they made it into like a Marvel thing. Like, I'm really bummed out. But I don't think and I, and I know that people are going to get shit when they go ride it and like it. And they're going to be like, you're such a hypocrite for saying you didn't like it. And now you like it. I don't. I think that's BS. Once you realize, even though you've never wanted it, that now it's reality. It's two different things. And so now I, you know, even though I never wanted it, now that it's here, if I go like it, that's not being a hypocrite. Well, that's just given to you. I I kind of feel that it goes back to that. Like the people who want Marvel in the parks are the people that are Marvel fans. And you know, it's the same thing like with Star Wars. Like the Star Wars fans can't wait. If you don't like Star Wars, you're probably like, eh, I'll go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I and I kind of feel like that's how come you feel like that about this because, and as we've talked, you know, you're not invested in that crazy universe. But I do think that if Disney gets their way, you're going to be seeing a lot more Marvel. Sure feels like the it. Place. Yeah, and I uh, and I think that's going to be just part of our life. You know. Yep. My reaction is that there's a difference between enjoying something and saying, oh, this is what I always wanted. This is so much better than it used to be. Right. Well, well, so and that's the thing. You, no, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So you can go and be on this ride and say, hey, that was enjoyable. I enjoyed right. this ride without being a hypocrite because, you know, you can still say, Maybe I prefer Tower of Terror. Maybe I like that theming better. But that doesn't... It's not mutually exclusive. It doesn't mean you then have to hate what's done. Right. So I think you can enjoy it without saying that you prefer it. Right. That's my point. Yes, thank you. Yeah, for sure. And I, But I feel like that's what's going to happen with that and Avatar. Is like, you said you didn't care about Avatar, and now you're there enjoying it? Uh, you're bullshit. I, I will say, I think... It, I think it's slightly different to compare the two just because you're taking an existing structure, which is very iconic, which is the terror of terror and turning it into something else versus yes. Okay. It was camp mini Mickey, but, and you enjoyed it. But a lot of people were like, uh, there's no fucking rides here. What do we do here? 
you know. So I think for a lot of people, it's like, well, you basically turned nothing into a land. So that's an improvement. Whereas you can make the argument like you turned Tower of Terror into this. Well, and I, I, I kind of almost feel like you're applying your love for the Florida Tower of Terror for the one out here. And I'm not saying no, that and I agree people, with you. I yeah, it, it wasn't like people didn't enjoy the Tower of Terror out here, but it it's was not the same. definitely yeah, it was definitely lacking in. No, yeah. you know. I I completely hear you and agree with you. Yeah. So and I and I kind of figured and I, kind of the way I, f- I feel about it. Maybe not figured this is the right word. Kind of the way I feel about it is, I think Disney now, when they looked back, realized like, you know what, like this isn't worthy of that original ride in Florida. And they're probably at a point where they were like, what can we do? We're not going to be able to re we're not going to like rebuild this ride to include that other stuff. So do we spend a ton of money trying to like, you know, make it more tower of terror (laughs) or do we just repurpose it and call it a day? Cause we know that we're going to involve Marvel. And, And that's what I think ultimately they did. It was probably less expensive to do this than to, try to make it great and i and i'm i'm outspoken i think it's fugly like i think it's fucking ugly to look at from the outside and you can see it like uh when we were there last week we were leaving disneyland to go have drinks at uh california adventure and you walk out of disneyland and hit that like middle courtyard and it stands out like a sore thumb it's just giant and just you know it it is not pretty to look at um yeah. So yeah, I, I think that I think their biggest problem is they didn't make it something that was nice to look at on the outside. So everybody's already going in with this like, oh man, if it's ugly on the outside, what's right. it gonna be like on the inside? And that's where I'm kinda like, it's ugly on the inside on the outside, and I'm really hoping that you know it, it has inner beauty. Yeah, well and, and that's yeah. I think it's just I think part of the fun is just gonna be to like ride that because it's basically an elevator attraction still. Yeah. Um, and see what they did on the inside to make it fun in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Bleep, bloop. Bleep, bloop. Bleep, bloop. Anything uh, to any <laughs> final notes, Rhiannon? Or? No, I kind of already covered all mine during your absences. Yeah. <laughs> that being said. Uh, we will be back next week on the uh, 3 o'clock parade. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week, everybody. Woo! Bye. Let's hear it. Yes. Okay, when I say McDonald's Chicken McNuggets, I know, I hit the gong. In honor of Disney's new movie, Mulan, the epic adventure about this cool girl who saves China, McDonald's is offering tender, crispy Chicken McNuggets and a new Szechuan sauce for a taste of the East. Starting Tuesday, get six pieces for 99 cents or 20 pieces for 3.29. And please hurry, or Gong Boy over here may never stop. Somebody say McDonald's.